All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Radical Money on my channel, the Michael Garza channel. On YouTube and Anchor FM, I hope you guys are ready for the show. All right, so let's talk about the topic I really want to talk about. I got a lot of shows, by the way, I got to record tonight, and I want to get them all off the table. I have them all on the writing board, but I can't let them sit there. I got to get all these shows done, and I'm going to write some more tonight. I've become more obsessive about the show. I'm having more fun with it. The fact that it's in podcast form, the fact that it's everywhere, it gets me all excited. So um, if you like to see it, uh, if you like to see the show ad free, definitely check out my YouTube channel. Um, but if you're okay with the ads at the beginning, anchor FM, anchor.fm slash Michael Garza. Anyway, on to the show. One of the reasons is, uh, I just wanted to let you guys know, I like doing the YouTube channel more than anything. I basically stripped the audio from my YouTube videos and put it in my Anchor.fm uh, channel, so definitely a big fan. I do like having a podcast, and I do actually make a sizable, okay amount of money doing it, but most of my money goes straight up to investing. Uh, any free stocks I get, I obviously sell those stocks to put towards whatever I like to invest in, because I think the stocks you get for free from Weeble and Robinhood are trash trashy stocks. Anyway, I'm, I'm going on and on. Basically, the Fed printing money creates more problems than it solves. This is the truth. You know, I would write a piece titled, We Are All Fucked, but that would be a little too pessimistic for my taste. The government has created so many economic problems and thinks it can fix these problems by printing an excessive, excessive amounts of money and diluting the value of the U.S. dollar. This is something they've been thinking about for a while. I will seriously be shocked if a Great Depression does not happen because of this. Look, I am short the market for the most part right now. Okay, I wouldn't say I'm short. I wouldn't really say I'm actually short the market. But you know what I mean. But what I do is I get with the UVXY. With put options to bet against the VIX, just in case I'm wrong about the impending doom of the market, right? So if it continues to go, if the market goes up, the UVXY obviously does the opposite and goes down. If the market goes down, the UVXY goes up, and etc. etc. Um, I don't personally recommend owning a VIX product over time because they are leveraged inverse ETFs, and the only direction they go in over time is uh, down. So. Keep that in mind, folks. Um, but yeah, getting leverage one, honestly, I got a lot of put contracts and uh, I got in at the right time with the put contracts well before the reverse stock split was announced. And it keeps going lower and lower and closer to my strike prices for the $2 strike price ones and the $1 ones. Now I know it's currently $33. But if you think about that pre-split, it's actually like $3.30. So that's how you have to look at it. All my contracts are pre-split. So they still are effective, and I love the put contracts. But what I do to keep my put contracts healthy, I'm protected. And just in case of real, real market volatility, because Biden, I think, will crash this market. You mark my words on this. I just have a good feeling about it. And uh, <coughs> here's the deal. Here's the deal. So with the economy looking like it's going to go up for a while, I don't know when this market crash will happen, in which I'm totally glad I got these put options. I'm still going to buy the UVXY as it continues to tumble lower. I think there's going to be lots of people pouring into stocks thinking that it's a good investment. 
because I've been told to get index funds. Now, I will tell you, I'm a big, huge proponent of index funds, and that's pretty much all I really recommend for people who are not as experienced in the market. But even for people who are experienced, I love index funds. I'm an index funds guy. I will not lie. I'm all about the index fund life. But the truth is, you have to take into account that uh, index funds are being piled into at a numerous and crazy amount of rates. So the value of these ETFs, uh, the values of these index funds are a little too high. And what it's doing is it's pumping up the S&P 500 a little bit further. What scares me about pumping up the uh, S&P 500 is even though it's 500 of the best companies, not all of these companies are elite and could be threatened with bankruptcy in a sense in a bad way. There could be a lot of failing companies in the S&P 500 that we're not necessarily aware of. Um, <clears throat> so this is something to keep in mind. Another reason why I bet against the uh, markets using the UVXY by periodically buying the shares as they dip, only because if intense market volatility does rear its ugly head, I want to be prepared. And the best way to be prepared is to, is to keep racking up on what I can rack up, you know, keep on buying as it continues to go lower and then sell a little bit here and there as it continues to go higher so I can make a profit. Um, but like I said, I'm also, uh, I have those put options to buffer my fall, to buffer the fall of this, uh, this uh, VIX ETF. So, but, uh, but like I said, a true, I'm truly an index fund guy and I, I, I can't stop and I won't stop. Um, a lot of these videos, by the way, just to give you guys a heads up, are going to be about probably 15 minutes. Uh, I'm not going to go too long with these videos. I just want to make a video and just kind of roll with it and give you guys my take on a lot of different things uh, that are going on in the market. So, but I got to admit, it's pretty fun. Um, I'm having a blast doing this show, trying to adjust. There's a lot of things you always have to adjust during the show. And look, I'm still getting the formula right. I'll never say I'm a I wouldn't say this is a pure product, but I love going live, um, you know, and one of my dreams is to make this a, a second form of income. You know, I've got multiple forms of income, investment income, my current job. Um, I like to work. I like to do things. I, I like to not just stay busy. I don't believe in just staying busy. I believe it has to be a purpose to what I'm doing. I have to to stay busy just to stay busy is to, to, to simply survive is not enough for a human being. I think to thrive means more. I think that's why when people are just in survival mode, they're extremely depressed after a while. So I try to be in thrive mode, to thrive, to really exceed, to be abundant, to have an abundant amount of energy, abundant amount of happiness, all that. I believe it's true. I think we can all have this ability. But... <sighs> But I do feel like I'm reaching my, I'm at my peak right now. And I need to, I need to take advantage of my peak. And, you know, I don't know if I'll ever really plateau. I think I'm going to continue to grow. You either grow or you die. And um, I'm growing every day. So that's the way I roll. But yeah, I've been pumping the irons. I've been actually using push-up bars. And it's, I feel like it's showing, showing some promise here. So feeling pretty good about my arm strength right now. Um, I do got big busty arms. I'm kind of a big boy, but very excited. You guys just extremely excited about the up and coming, just everything, man. I just think that the market crash is going to be, it's going to suck for a lot of people, but I've, I, I myself in my, I 
Michael Burry and I have been warning people. I've been, in fact, I've been telling people that the, the dollar's getting more devalued the more we print money. And I believe firmly if Biden's <laughs> $6 trillion infrastructure bill passes, um, markets are going to crash. And uh, I think investors don't believe in Biden. I I don't believe in Biden. And if anything, I think the market right now is one huge pump and dump. Um, things are being pumped up a little too high. I think there's more volatility than meets the eye in, in a lot of ways. So keep in mind, volatility is a real thing. And we are looking at something. We're looking at, I think there's going to be real hype. I think hyperinflation is a real deal, and we should. It is something we should take seriously. If we don't take. If we don't take this seriously. I think we're all going to be a little bit fucked. And um, yeah, hyperinflation is as real as these tits, you know. And um, yeah, the Fed printing money is just a. It's just a, it's a. It's a no win scenario. It's it's a zero sum game. Sadly. I mean, I'll admit it. Sadly, no American is truly ready for this market crash. Because they don't like to think about... So the thing is, they don't like to think about bad things happening, so they underestimate their likelihood of the bad things actually happening. This is a real thing. And it's a... Uh, it's a problem. This is a problem. And um, in, in the sooner we admit to this, it, the better. Uh, it's just a lot of things we're not necessarily admitting to, and we got it. So, I'm just thinking real quick, everybody. Just a lot of my, some some parts of the show are a little bit scripted, um, and some are not. Uh, I like to keep a game plan to talk to, to make sure I stay on track and talk about what I want to talk about. But printing money devalues the currency. The more of something you have, the less valuable it is. That's just economics. That's just monetary theory 101, right? <clears throat> um, so value goes down. A $6 trillion plan like that will force the Fed to print money because no nation is going to lend us any more money. During the Obama years, it was like the final straw. Now we basically go on a bent knee to the Fed and say, can you guys... Maybe print us some money and we'll solve all the economic problems. Yeah, no, we are, we're fucked if this bill passes. And I am happy as shit. I stocked up on the UVXY. I needed it. I need to stock up on the UVXY. And if it continues to dip lower, I'm going to take full on advantage and buy more of it. It's just something to have as a nesting egg just in case Biden really fucks the shit up. I don't know what the US government's going to do. This is, this is the funny thing is I love playing both sides of the economy because every decision power off. I really got to start remembering when that bluetooth uh what do you call it? This isn't coding overload. Yeah, this is interesting. So I there may be some um issues with this live stream uh, just to let you guys know so if there are any issues i do want to apologize i'm trying to keep the uh encoding decent making sure my system doesn't overheat this is actually a really advanced computer um 
one of the better computers I've had in a long time. So I'm very grateful. This I, I actually got this during chip shortage, believe it or not. I got it at my local Walmart. And uh, I want to talk about this computer real quick because there were not many left. In fact, there weren't even a lot of Core i5 computers. And I found this sweet little camo computer. It wasn't anything fancy, but dude, this is way better than anything I've ever owned. I'll tell you what. I mean, seriously, I look at these specs and it says it right here. I mean, you got... You know, you got 256 gigabytes of internal storage, which honestly, I've got my external hard drive. I need more storage for rando things. Um, we got a 10th generation Intel Core uh, i5 quad processor. Um, it's just incredible, and I'm I'm a huge fan. <coughs> I've become a huge, huge fan of HP. Um, I think a lot of people should get HPs. To be honest, fuck Apple. I mean, Apple's a good computer. Don't get me wrong. MacBooks are pretty cool. Um, but if I'm going to go with anything, uh, I'm going to go HP. I'm an HP guy. I'm not going Apple. Apple is just name brand hipster bullshit. Um, great computers, though. I will admit, Apple does make some good computers, good software, good, uh, good, good hardware. It's not bad. Um, but it's overly expensive, and honestly, there's a lot of other products that compete just as well with it. Plus, I've grown up with Windows, and even though Apple products are pretty easy to learn, I'd rather just stick to what I know. Um, Windows has always been solid for me. It's not going anywhere. Another thing I want to talk about is just invest in Microsoft, honestly enough. Companies that aren't going anywhere are what you should really be investing in. Um, just companies that'll be around. That's... It's so bloody simple, man. So bloody simple. I almost feel like, uh, sound like Jordan Peterson. It's bloody simple, man. Clean your room. Clean your room. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm not a very good impressionist, but um, I try. So, I don't know. Um, this is a fun show. I'm actually having a blast doing this. Seriously. Um, if the market crashes, though, basically I'm a rich man. I'm a rich man if the market crashes. <laughs> and if it doesn't crash, well, well, I still get paid in either direction because I play the game like a hedge fund. So, booyah. I do play the game like a hedge fund, by the way. This is one of my, one of the major, most important things about the way I play. Um playing the game like a hedge fund during volatile times, especially with the with the VIX index, playing both sides of the VIX, at least a VIX ETF, like a UVXY, which uh, you just choose one, just choose one of these. And that's why I tell everybody, just choose one of these leverage ETFs, bet against it with some distant futures, uh, put contracts, and, and then just kind of as it decays, just buy stock. And then lower your average cost, making it to where you're covered on both ends. So, the goal is to ultimately cover yourself on both ends of the spectrum and be intelligent about it because, look, the truth is, these are really volatile times, and I'm a no BS show. I see, I call it like I see it, call it by the data. Data shows we're printing an excessive amount of money. If this bill passes, there's going to be more money printed to devaluing the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar will probably crash and burn. Now, actually, stocks could go up, by the way, <laughs> because if the value of the dollar goes down, uh, price of the goods are probably going to go up. It's just, it's going to be a fiasco. Um, it's going to be some turmoil. The Fed is lying. Uh, the Fed is lying when they say inflation is only like, what, 1.5%, I think I heard. Uh, the Fed is lying. 
uh, the proof is in the pudding and how the cost of the products and there's consumer consumer goods inflation is huge. It, this affects the poor and the middle class. I've been saying this for a long fucking time. I'm passionate about this subject. I don't like seeing people get fucked. I hate seeing anything get destroyed. I just, and look, we can always do better. I just want to see what our civilization can become. So, um, well, I, I still think we're better than this. I still think there's a lot of improvements uh, we can do, but I think the free market, if left un, what do you call it? If left alone, if you leave the free market alone, typically decent things happen. Now you still have to have regulations, yes. You still want to make sure that there's an FDA and things like that. But you don't want to restrict a business's ability to grow. And I believe that a lot of the policies the Biden administration has restricts restricts businesses from growing. So <clears throat> the truth is, I can't wait to see Biden out of office. He's not going to be in office much longer. Are they going to impeach him? No. Um, but he's, the country's already fed up with him. And you're going to have to really try to steal the election to get it out from under him. I'll vote for Trump again. I voted for Trump before. I'll vote for him again. Totally fine with it. Um, I voted for Trump this time around. I put my, I, when I saw that Biden was on the ballot, when I saw Biden was going ahead against Trump, I definitely had voted for Trump. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Not, I would rather have Trump any day. You talk about two people, at least he knows economics. At least he's not going to fuck us with socialist shit. And that's what Biden is doing, more socialist shit. And it's pissing me off. He's making the government's hand too far. He's making the government's hand go far too far into our lives, and it's going right up our asses. And we gotta all fucking admit it. Anyway, is a little hyperbolic, maybe. But I'm just a little bit frustrated. So. <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> I want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this. Hopefully YouTube doesn't try to slow me down because I have a difference in opinion. Um, I just don't believe the narrative that we're all being told. I don't think everything's okay. And inflation's definitely much higher than like 1.5 or 2%. I think that's what they, the Fed said. I don't know. I'll just, you can fact check me. I don't give a shit. But I know the Fed is saying it's way lower than it should be. And that is, that's actually concerning. Um, that truthfully told that the statistic, the statistic is concerning. So whatever the fed tells you is a fucking lie. Let's just assume that everything the fed tells us is a lie. And if they tell you things are good, let's panic. If they tell you things are bad, let's rejoice because chances are they want us to do what they tell them, what, what they tell us, what they tell us to do. So if they're going to tell us to don't panic, everything's fine. Status quo. That's when you got to panic a little bit, bet against the market. <coughs> uh, while you bet against the market, you still got to bet against what you're, you're basically playing both sides. You just got to play both sides, you guys, and um, it's the best way to play the game. And um, I I can't wait to keep playing it though. I I will continue to play the game the way I play it. Um, the way I play the game is unpopular, but it's the it's the most fun way to play it. It's the most playing volatility. It's allowed me to become a richer man. Not afraid to admit it. 
uh, the richer I get. I just multiply money, man. I'm addicted to multiplying money. And I think the thing is people look at money in two ways, in multiple ways, actually. But the primary ways I see people talk about money, it's what they use it for spending on vacations or uh, trying to get luxury and comfort. I find that comfort, seeking comfort is a bullshit excuse not to be rich. If you want to be rich, ditch the comfort and grind, be intelligent, find loopholes in Reality. Don't follow the rules. In fact, um, bust them up. Bust up the rules and win. You know, the beauty about life is it's not like a sport. You know, if, if Tom Brady did deflate the footballs, for instance, yes, he broke a regulation within a sport, within a game he plays. And uh, the beauty about entrepreneurship and investing and, and trading is there's not as many rules as you'd like to think. <clears throat> and uh, you can break quite a few of them. And I've and they're not even really rules. They're just they're just society's rules. And society's rules can suck my dick. I don't give a shit about society's rules. I don't care what society thinks about me. All I know is I agree with 50 Cent. Get rich or die trying, motherfucker. Anyway, later.